This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show. Thank you so many of you for joining us slightly earlier. I'm glad that the message uh, got through to you all. Um, apologies for those that are tuning in at eight o'clock. Um, I did say in yesterday's show that uh, it would be a eight th- uh, 7.30 a.m. show and here we are uh, because my shift today does start at eight so I'll be off well before that. So apologies if this a shortened uh, episode compared to usual but that doesn't mean that there isn't any less uh, stuff that we need to go through and talk about today so without further ado let's kick off with of course uh, telling you to go and vote for us please in the best club content creator category by the football content awards if you have not done so already and you have twitter just go to www.votefortgt.com if you don't have twitter there is other ways you can vote via instagram or the website just go to the link in the description and that should tell you where you need to go so Let's kick off with the first main piece of news of the day, which does revolve around yesterday's game. Of course, Arsenal won 6-0 against West Bromwich Albion in a very comfortable victory. A little bit of a shaky start, but obviously once Arsenal got the goal, they then got into their groove. And hopefully this gives them some good confidence going into their weekend match against Manchester City. I really hope that this doesn't give them too much confidence and that Arteta decides to continue with the four at the back. I would like us to see us play a little bit more conservative, defensive, three, four, three, all the way. But there were some interesting selection uh, decisions and some words afterwards as well from Arteta regarding transfers. S- uh, speaking specifically about uh, kind of the the involvement of, of transfers in general, Arteta was asked about that and he said, I don't know what will happen. There is still a few days to go. We will have some extra it's as well planned we will see focus emphasis on selling as we thought i imagine that any possible ins probably will go down to deadline day that is going to be a very interesting day on tuesday we'll make sure that we have a show reacting to all of the transfer news in january we managed to do a show which was um we, we did we had like 
10 members on every like 20 minutes we had like a new group of members maybe we'll try that again we'll see what my shift is like and what my rotor is going to be on tuesday for football london so that could be fun but arteta still expecting plenty of outs regarding insdo we'll have to wait and see speaking he was though asked on the inclusion of class natural Ainsley maitland niles in the squad despite their continual links with a possible exit from the team and arteta said as you say this is speculation while they are here we try to treat everybody as good as we can give the minutes they have incredible attitude so when we can reward them with minutes because they deserve that Kalasinac as we heard was supposedly pretty close to a termination of his contract uh, and even a move to Turkey but that doesn't look to be as close as maybe maybe previously reported Ainsley Maitland-Niles has got no solid links we told you a few days ago that Burnley were the reported favourites to sign him but there's nothing in regards to genuine links to the England international uh, in the final days of the window but we will see now Cedric was not involved in the squad whatsoever, which led to some speculation about his future being in question. It isn't. Chris Wheatley uh, did reveal yesterday on social media that Cedric just missed out because of rotation. It was nothing to do with a transfer being imminent. He simply was not involved because the the club were more Arteta chose just not to include him in the team after he started the game against Chelsea on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, definitely Sunday. Um, now, Willian's move away from the club has got a little bit more interesting. As we know, Corinthians looked to be the side that were pushing ahead with a deal. But yesterday, AC Milan suddenly emerged as a possible suitor for Willian. Now, Willian would prefer that because he would prefer to remain in Europe. Corinthians seem to be the only option for him. But AC Milan's interest has complicated matters. And... I still expect this to be a deal. It won't change kind of the fee, in my view. If if it does, AC Milan have not really done their research or anything like that. <laughs> because if they end up paying a fee for a player that's going to go for free to Brazil, that would be a bit strange. Um, but what it could mean for Arsenal is that Arsenal wouldn't have to pay as high of a percentage of his wages. That will hopefully be the situation. Corinthians, you can't see them paying £200,000 plus per week. Milan, you can see them playing much more, uh, if not all of it. That would be the hope. So Milan and Maldini are interested in the possible signing of Willian. Interesting stuff. And regarding possible ins, Alex Moriba, uh, the uh, Barcelona 18-year-old central midfielder, supposedly uh, was or has his representatives in London um, with both Arsenal and Spurs being credited with interest. Chelsea too. Um, and all three of the big London clubs have been mooted as possible suitors for Moriba. And therefore, uh, to see this kind of link to London makes a lot of sense. Whether it means Arsenal are going to be the club, still wait to be, uh, still kind of, you know, waiting to see if that's true. But Mundo Deportivo reporting that Alex Moriba um, is indeed uh, a, a possibility for one of the three London clubs. I would be doubtful that it's Arsenal. I really would be doubtful if it is Arsenal. But. We'll wait and see. Um, I think it doesn't make too much sense for Arsenal to go to very young, a very, very young midfielder after just signing one and having Aziz coming through. Um, but Arsenal have made some strange decisions in the past and he is a very good player. That can't not be said. Now, our main story of the day and as what I'm sure many of you are trying to work out what and what isn't true is the Qatari uh, royal family member Khalifa bin Hamad Al Thani. Apologies if I haven't got that pronunciation correctly. Um, 
has sent out a number of cryptic tweets pertaining to, of course, Arsenal. Now, the first one that went out, as you can see on your screens, is I think it's time to sell. The situation is getting worse than bad. London is red. And this was then followed up by another tweet in which uh, he said, the rest of the time, seven months with the Arsenal badge. Now, since that, a number of reports have emerged, mainly from the Middle East, claiming that a investment in a Premier League club from the Qatari royal family would be uh, a possibility. And with these tweets, obviously, Arsenal does come up as the most likely. I, 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 I am very conflicted about this. Um, I'm conflicted for a number of reasons. A lot of them are based off alleged uh, accusations of several human rights atrocities linking to um, the billionaires within the corporations investing in the likes of PSG, which Altani has links to as well. And that would that that would be a big concern for me. And I know that a lot of people instantly go, more money, get the Cronkies out. It's an owner that's going to invest in the club. And I'm sure that is what would happen. I'm sure that they would bankroll the club in, into as much as feasibly possible. There is just something that does not does not sit that right with me about that. Um, and for the, the whole situation of KSE and the Cronkies, um, I and I'm not well versed in this field. So anyone that's very much aware of the Rams of um, the, the everything else that's involved with with Cronky and KSE, you'll be able to tell me much better than than I know off off just off the bat. But I don't know of human rights atrocities being associated with KSE or anything along that line. Um, so tell me if I'm wrong. And do send me the evidence without just saying it, <laughs> because I would really appreciate the reading. But there is alleged association with some human rights and ethical problems with this side of investment, um, let's say. And I am very concerned uh, that that would be associated with Arsenal. Um, it doesn't, it, it really does not. And no, that's the right word of saying. I, I'm just not very open to that, to be honest. Obviously, I would prefer to see Arsenal under different ownership, an owner that cares a lot more, um, an owner that really does put their heart and soul into the club, connects with the fans, and is doing everything in their power to return the club to its absolute best. RKSE doing that, obviously not. But I would rather that we tried to get to back to that kind of level uh, without any kind of any kind of real uh, I say real atrocities. Like I just, it's really it's a really difficult moral conversation to have because as we talked about on the watch along that never was last night, because it's not on the channel anymore, just because I didn't really enjoy, not enjoy it, but I found the first half an hour, the most cringy half an hour of my content creation ever. So I've, I've <laughs> it's not there anymore. I couldn't take it. Uh, it was a good chat though, with Owen and, and Andy after they saved me from the embarrassment of trying to host a watch along on my own for 30 minutes. Um, but one of the things we did speak about was kind of 
it, that it's very difficult to find like the the devil you know versus the devil you don't kind of scenario. You're weighing up the awful things that have gone on behind the scenes. Bearded Guna in the chat, who I know, uh, obviously Tanner, you know plenty more about this stuff, I'm sure. No, Tom, KSC are not accused of any human rights violations. Uh, KSC are being sued by the city of St. Louis, um, or Lewis. Uh, that's because basically he moved the Rams back to LA. And obviously that's horrific. for From a footballing, sporting standpoint, from the fans' perspective, that is awful and if you saw Arsenal being moved to the US or moved for, away from London, again, it would... But it's not, if we're going on the route of bad things, people do, <laughs> it's nowhere close to some of the human rights atrocities that you allegedly see reported and associated with certain individuals. And so that's that's the problem, is that I'm not sure that I would trade that would I support? Would I stop supporting the team? No, and arguably you could turn around and say I'm a hypocrite if it was to happen, um, because I wouldn't be okay with it. But it's the same thing as like, uh, <laughs> it's not the same thing. I was going to compare it to something really menial, which I'm not going to do. But it's kind of like I love this club with every single part of me, um, and <laughs> I'm not going to stop supporting it. But I will be, you know, I'm not going to be exactly happy. Uh, about the people that are behind the scenes at the club. It's interesting to speak. I would be very up for speaking to some Manchester City fans from that kind of perspective to see how they feel about what their owners are associated with allegedly as well. So, and, and see how they feel. Do they care? I mean, they still go to games to celebrate the fact that they're an extremely wealthy team. There are things that you hear about with the Chelsea's ownership and what goes on allegedly behind the scenes there too. So, it's... It's a very, very difficult. It's a very, very difficult um, discussion to have. Um, but I would love to know what you think. So do leave your comments in the comments section below, um, and and tell me is it something that would put you off wanting a takeover of this kind? Is it something that would concern you, or would you not care whatsoever? Would you? not even bat an eyelid uh, at it and and be very thankful that Arsenal seemingly would be getting an ownership that could invest very heavily into the club. Now, coming from a KSE perspective, of course, Arsenal have already experienced one attempted takeover in the last 12 months from Daniel Ek. Um, two, I think, in fact, that were attempted by Daniel Ek. Both of them were unsuccessful. And uh, Daniel Ek came out and basically said that the Cronkies told them that they don't need the money. Um, and that there was nothing really that, that Danielek could offer. Now, these potential investors are much, much more wealthy than Danielek. We're talking hundreds of billions at this stage, I believe, if I'm not incorrect. And anything that they could offer um, to Stan Kroenke to sell, I'm sure would be significantly more than maybe what Danielek could, uh, could offer. I've also seen quite a lot of Chelsea and uh, Chelsea fans in particular, I've seen um, calling out Arsenal fans for being, say, hypocrites um, because we've criticised kind of Chelsea being bankrolled. Um, do they have a leg to stand on? I th yeah, I think they do. Uh, I think if if an Arsenal, if Arsenal, a Arsenal fan, I mean, you can't assume that every Arsenal fan has obviously said certain things, but if Arsenal fans have criticised Chelsea or have, you know, um, what's the right words, uh, accuse Chelsea supporters of supporting a team that are only winning because of, you know, the money that's been invested in them, um, then yeah, absolutely, you are a hypocrite. <laughs> and and that's that's why I, I certainly 
Uh, I've certainly been a case of, look, I, I look at Chelsea's success. It's it's obviously an amazing turnaround from what they were as a club. And that has all come through investment from Roman Abramovich. Now, from an Arsenal perspective, it's you don't need that. You don't need that to win the league. You don't need that to win the Champions League. You do need it if you want to continually compete, it seems, for the title every single season. Um, but examples through Liverpool and examples through Leicester show you can win the league and you can win the Champions League through a self-sustaining model if your decisions are made correctly, if you have strong recruitment set up, if you have good people involved, making consistently good decisions. And because of that, that's another another reason as to why I would rather see Arsenal remain in that kind of route and to go down the self-sustaining route continually because it's possible. And I'm not going to sacrifice my principles and I'm not going to sacrifice my uh, position on human rights atrocities just because my club could invest a hell of a lot more money and fight for the title. It will not be my preference if this happens. It will certainly not be what I want to see Arsenal do. Um, I want to see Arsenal back at the top, but I want to see them doing that in the right way and without association to some of the worst alleged atrocities that you can imagine. And that's just my position on it. And I, I really would question, I would question your morality. I really would. I'm being 100% genuine. I, I would question your morality if you're fine with it. Um, because there's concerns. Uh, now, I hopefully I'm going to do a lot more research, um, a lot more research into this, hopefully speak to some experts. Some people have actually asked for uh, a tactical breakdown on a possible takeover situation. And uh, and I need to do, as I say, I need to find out a lot more about what's going on from people that are going to be in the know about the uh, possible alleged dodgy things that go on behind the scenes. Um and and yeah, it's that's that's pretty much it for the news. I'm not going to be going through too many of your comments today because, as I say, I start my shift at eight, and so I need to be off well before that. So I'm only going to go through a couple of things that you guys have said. John Wayne says, honestly, I wouldn't want to be run like Chelsea. They've had more managers than titles, and they just throw money at problems. I would like us to be smarter if we had the money. Um, Langer says, I leave the politics to the relevant authorities. Bring on the trophies. Um, Abe says the Qatar family has a net worth of around 330 billion as reported online. Uh, Mud says, good looking out, Tom. I like what I am hearing. Um, Chris Simpson says, uh, now give me that oil, baby. I'm shameless. I mean, everyone's entitled to their view. I don't agree with it, Chris, but you're entitled to the opinion. Uh, Said says, more satisfaction would be gained if we became a top-level club without extreme investments. I would love to be able to turn around to Chelsea supporters that have been criticising Arsenal, have been laughing at Arsenal, and have matched them without having to use the cheat code uh, like they have and like Manchester City have. And it would be a shame if Arsenal get to the top in that sense. Will I celebrate a win? I'll celebrate it as an Arsenal fan, but I will not be celebrating it on behalf of the owners if that is what changes. It's a very, very difficult thing. It's We don't even know if it's going to happen. It's just a prospect at the moment. Certainly one to think about. Um, <laughs> Social says, what member of the Qatari family will you have on the back of your shirt, Tom, if this happens? Absolutely none of them. <laughs> Daniel Smith says, Chelsea and Man City fans definitely don't care. Uh, you'd be surprised, Dan. 
you would be surprised how many Chelsea and Manchester City fans have tweeted uh, at Arsenal fans. I was scrolling through my social media timeline, looking at the reaction to this news, and hundreds of Chelsea and Manchester City fans were replying to very happy Arsenal fans, uh, calling them hypocrites. So, Dan, you would be surprised. So, Hill says, question, Tom, if the Qatari owners buy us, wouldn't it be Salzburg and Leipzig situation when both were not allowed to play in the Champions League as both are owned by the same owners? Also, is this guy even legit? So, Hill, this is the type of questions that I need to go away and do some research on because, of course, RB Leipzig and Rebel Salzburg have played in the same competition and and will play in the same competition this season. So I need to find out what the situation is. If the owner is a different owner, because obviously the owner of PSG is not the same person as as this, as far as I'm aware, it's a different person. I think the owner of the PSG is the current uh, ruler of of, um, Qatar. And I don't think this guy is, I think he's the previous. And this is why I'm still so out of the know. I still need to... I still need to do more research into this. Uh, Jasha says, to be fair, we were expecting to be bankrolled when Kersey and Usmanov first came in. And again, like it's not, it's not necessarily about it's it's the bankrolling thing is secondary. The primary issue for me is the the social impacts, the social atrocities. That's number one. The second one is obviously being bankrolled and kind of the cheat code element of that and what that brings. And yes, that might be the only way that we can get back to where we are. But I'd rather, much, much rather Arsenal did it off their own back. Like all the money that we've spent in these in the years that Cronky's been here have not been the Cronkies invested. They've not put any of their own money into the club. Arsenal have in, like, invested themselves, I suppose, from the club's finances into transfers for what they have made as a club. And... If Arsenal were able to return to the Champions League off their own back through better decision-making, then I would much prefer that. Even if it took five times, eight times, ten times longer, I would prefer that because it falls in line with how I believe a football club should be run, not through being bankrolled. So that's, that's the problem. That's the issue for me. Yes, James, I am early today. My shift starts at 8, uh, so that's why. I did tell everyone yesterday that I was doing this show at 7.30, uh, so you can't say I didn't tell you. I definitely told you. Um, Emirates would not remain sponsor if the Qataris came in. UAE and Qatar are awful terms with each other. We could be used as a political tool. This could be an awful thing for Arsenal. Of course, the Emirates Stadium, I imagine, would have to change names if that's the case. Again, need to do uh, more research. Speaking of that, I keep saying I need to do more research quite a lot, which probably um, probably means that I need to finish today's show before I start talking about more things that I haven't got any clue about. But I am very much intending to do a lot more research and to find out a lot more about this. Uh, and if you know of any Qatari football experts, Qatari political experts, people as like that, please do send us a DM over at the Guna Talk TV. I would be very happy to uh, get as much information on this as feasibly possible. So if you can help us out and we'll try and get some content out for you, I will do my absolute best. Uh, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel. If you've tuned in a little bit later on today, apologies. Uh, we'll be back to the usual 8 a.m. show tomorrow. But it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.